so I guess there's no fire. What in the name of the Alamo is wrong with you, SpongeBob? Ain't you never seen a Christmas tree before? Christmas who? What? Y'all never heard of Christmas? Is she a friend from Texas? <laughs> no! I can't believe y'all haven't heard about Christmas. Tell me more about this Christmas. And so Sandy wove a magical tale of gumdrops and penny whistles. She told of toy-making elves and flying reindeer. But best of all, she told of the one they call Santa Claus. Season greetings, gut buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And Brett's here today. Mm. And this is episode 91. We're talking Spongebob, Christmas, who? <laughs> Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In some places, just have it labeled as the Spongebob Christmas special. Yeah. Even in the episode, like, it says at first, Spongebob Christmas special. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. And in the theme song, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're doing this kind of in honor of the passing of Steven Hillenberg, who mm-hmm. passed away a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, people just... Seems like there's been a real reaction to his passing, yeah. and uh, it seemed like a good time to just take another look at SpongeBob since it's been over a year. A couple people uh, shared thoughts with us. Um, you know, just a couple people sh- giving shout outs. Rest in peace. Ben uh, said that. Uh, Sva, aka Beardy, said, Been a SpongeBob fan since the very beginning. It's one of my favorite shows ever. Uh, Brett Wilson Art said Steven Hillenberg was the reason why I loved cartoons so much. And uh, Brett Wilson actually does some really cool, if you check him out on Instagram, he does some really cool pictures of Are You Afraid of the Dark? He has like a picture for each episode and they're, they look really cool. Uh, We also heard from Cynthia who said SpongeBob allowed me to feel like a kid again during the senior year of high school. And I guess that's true for us. We would have been close to high school in high in school, high school. Sure. starting high school yeah um so yeah it was kind of a weird thing of like i felt maybe done with nickelodeon yeah but spongebob prolonged it yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think yeah. that's why i liked it so much because i was kind of over like cartoons and stuff but this yeah. was just so good and like just yeah all just that... perfectly silly and kind of reminiscent of like ren and stimpy yeah Right. Rocco and yes. plus like I have older brothers and they liked it too like when I would watch it because it was just goofy yeah for sure <laughs> but it wasn't like childish yeah uh yeah it was that perfect mix like just and, and at the perfect time kind of in our lives probably yeah. um so uh yeah thank you Cynthia for sharing yeah. that uh and then Zachary Jackson Brown art uh, he's also an artist, said the earlier episodes had a lot of great adult humor that I'm sure parents at the time appreciated. Uh, and I did find that in this episode there were just things that... It was littered with adult humor. Oh, yeah. Really? I thought Well, so. a couple <laughs> things, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I think most early SpongeBob episodes are littered with adult humor. Yeah. Like, that was something that I always enjoyed about it. Yeah, for so. sure. It was part of that same, like, uh, kind of the Rocco era still of... Um, just like looser reins, I guess. Um, yeah. These yeah. shows. Uh, yeah, for sure. It seemed like um, creators, Pete and Pete, Rocco, all that stuff, they kind of were able to do what they wanted. And yeah. this being a weird example of like, even though it's 2000s, 
somehow is just carried over yeah to spongebob and i'm i'm not even sure that it's the humor itself it's almost just like that gets me it's almost just like that freedom that they have that ends up like getting into the cracks and making everything kind of better (laughs) yeah it's weird absolutely totally uh, well, this episode, Christmas Who, uh, aired in, as I said, 2000. Um, so this is one of the later episodes we've talked about. Uh, it's December 6th. Uh, that's a Saturday at 10 a.m. Man. Uh, which I don't remember SpongeBob airing. 10 a.m. That's, sure? that's what TV.com said. <laughs> They're not an authority. <laughs> I feel like that goes against my memory of this show, of this particular episode. Airing. I mean, I remember mm. SpongeBob weeknights. Yeah. Uh, like a little later. Um, but so it could be wrong, but December 6th seems to be the date. So it must've been a Saturday. Um, it's season two, episode eight. Um, so still pretty early on. Let's take a look at that month, uh, December of 2000. Uh, the United States Supreme court releases its decision in Bush versus Gore, uh, deciding ultimately that George W. Bush would be the 43rd president. Wow. Pretty important decision. Uh, the next day, then, of course, American Vice President Al Gore delivers his concession speech after, for a month, kind of, you know, uh, contesting the vote in mm-hmm. Florida. Uh, that was a pretty dramatic, uh, pretty dramatic events. The Texas 7, I don't know if you remember this, but the Texas 7 escaped from the John Conley unit, uh, near Kennedy, Texas, which was a prison, uh, going on a crime spree and killing police officer Aubrey Hawkins. Um... They, they were eventually captured, but uh, yeah, it was like seven mm-hmm. inmates who mm-hmm. who had escaped. I don't remember this no? at all. Were oh, they okay. known yeah. as the Texas Seven before or after? Like, oh. were they were they like, friends before <laughs> the escape, and they all I, escaped at the exact same time? I don't know. Like, did they all have tattoos that said the Texas Seven on their yeah. arms or something? Like, were they were they put away as the Texas Seven? Did they, uh, <laughs> they meet in prison and became the Texas Seven? Hmm. That would be really impressive. If I mean, I doubt they would all Texas be put in the seven. same prison, but um, yeah, well, just something to think about. I guess. <laughs> uh, let's see what else here. U.S. retail giant Montgomery Ward announces it's going out of business after 128 years. Oh. Um, were you familiar with that chain, Montgomery Ward? I know Ward? the name, but I don't think I've ever been Never there. Heard of it. Well, you. Well, I guess you could have been, but uh, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. Could. not in the last 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alfred J. Gross, the American inventor of the walkie-talkie, dies at oh. age 82 that month. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Gross. Uh, music that month, only one number one single, Independent Woman by Destiny's Child. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole month, huh? Part one. I didn't know there was a part two, but it's called Independent Woman Part One. Huh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the whole month, yes. Nice. Uh, other things released that month, uh, albums by Rage Against the Machines, uh, the O Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack, which uh, sold, like, gangbusters. Yeah. A-, a billion copies. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, Exhibit, Tool, Our Lady Peace, Casey and JoJo, Snoop Dogg, and Lil Wayne all have albums uh-huh. in December of 2000. Uh, number one movies in December of 2000, we have How the Grinch Stole Christmas for Two Weeks, uh, we have What Women Want for one week, the Mel Gibson <laughs> joint. Uh, <laughs> ever, you ever see that one? No. It's always, it's always on TBS, and I'll like watch it for five minutes, and it just cannot sustain my attention. Does it answer the question, at least? Um, oh, sure, surely, yes. Uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson gets to the bottom of it. 
uh, Castaway for the last two weeks of December, which uh, is just love a, Castaway. Yeah, that's a movie that if it's on, I'm, I usually get sucked yeah. into. Um, other no, <laughs> no. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I feel like it's not that great. I think you might have to revisit it. It's Maybe, but I'm probably not good. going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, other movies to come out is a really big. It seemed like a big month for movies. Other movies: uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Snatch, Vertical Limit, Chocolat, uh, Dude, Where's My Car? Oh yeah, The Emperor, <laughs> The Emperor's New Groove, yeah, Dracula 2000. Finding Forrester, Miss Congeniality, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, 13 Days, Traffic, uh, and Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah, um, that's a list. Yeah. Yeah, that really is. Any any favorites among uh, those? Emperor's New Groove, number one. Wow. <laughs> Have you watched it? Um, it's hilarious. Yeah, when it I came s- out. David, but... That's David Spade, right? Uh, or... I think that is. I is think it David Spade? I think he's a voice actor in that. I think he's I think whoever. He's, the he's guy, whoever the, the funniest person is. <laughs> oh no, he's not. Oh okay, I don't know. It's uh, like Crunk. <laughs> Who's Crunk? Is that his name? The big the buff big guy, guy that's voiced by Putty from Seinfeld. Oh, well he's funny too. <laughs> okay, Emperor's wow. New Groove. Uh, Shadow of the Vampire. Definitely. Mm, yeah, I would. Be- between Shadow and the uh, Shadow of the Vampire and Oh Brother, where though. Wow. You really like well, I'm just a Coen Brothers yeah. you know it I is good love, love me it's some Coen Brothers maybe my least favorite of their movies Lady Killers oh okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and Intolerable Cruelty I mean those oh okay I haven't seen Intolerable Cruelty okay so so maybe it's one? not the least but it's the new the one oh, on oh no not yet Buster Scruggs it's pretty it's very good. good yeah uh, so that's a little bit about movies in December of 2000. Video games, Evil Dead, Hail to the King. Mm. Uh, Pokemon's Puzzle Challenge, which I do not remember. Uh, Mario Party 3 is a, a release in Japan, not quite the US, but the first version of Mario Party 3. How many Bar- Mario Parties are there? And now? At least nine. Uh, I don't know. And is, I don't know like is there one you on think like is the best? The first one. For 64? Yeah. I think that was the most fun. I mean, when that came out, that was oh, pretty boy. great. And then I think Mario Party 7 we played a lot as well. Yeah, that was also very good. I don't know if listeners can relate, but certainly the blisters from the yes. fishing game, was that it? <laughs> yeah. I think Castaways. I think it's yeah. pretty universal oh, for people who played the first funny. one. Castaways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, when that game came up, it's just like, I might just be willing to toss this one because <laughs> like, it would hurt so bad. Start using the controller on the ground. Well, you try to use your thumb, and it's just not the same. Yeah. Oh, you can't even use your thumb. No, no. you're getting toasted. (laughs) Uh, And Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker also comes Mm. out that month. Uh, So that's a little bit about December of 2000. But shall we talk about Christmas? Who? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Well, the episode starts out with a Christmas intro. We get Painty, as the painting's known, uh, with a wreath around him, and a little bit of Christmas singing. Yeah. <laughs> no thoughts. Uh, yeah, no thoughts I mean, on that. And it was jarring. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when the episode starts, it's kind of jarring, but... Uh, I actually... So, like, when I watched it and the theme song was, like, slightly different, I was like, am I watching, like, a different country's version of this episode? Like... I got, like, really worried that I was going to have to, like, find, like, a different yeah. link for it, but uh, it just turned out it was... Yeah. You're in the right place. It's on the right place. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, uh, this episode starts in real life at yeah. Patchy's house. And now, direct from Encino, America's favorite pilot and president of the SpongeBob SquarePants fan club, Patchy the Pilot. Where he is wrapping presents, and he checks to see what SpongeBob and Patrick are doing to gear up for Santa. Yeah. Uh, SpongeBob is has some kind of funnel on his... Uh, like a fireplace raises yeah. from the ground. He definitely has a chimney that comes out of the ground, or, and then yeah, there's chimney. a funnel on top of it, and it yes. says, like, yeah. welcome, Santa. Yeah, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! That's right, party. It is Christmas. And there ain't nothing better in the seven seas than a bikini-bottom Christmas. It sure is a magical time of year. Why, I'll bet old SpongeBob is gearing up for Santa Claus right now! I sure am! I'm ready! Uh, uh, Patrick is has one, like, sparse decoration on his dome, which just falls off and he also falls over. Which is great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Patchy is also getting ready for the holiday, eating from a bowl of raw cookie dough when he hears three bells. A sign that it's time for fan letters. This letter comes to us from name and address withheld. And he writes, Dear SpongeBob, I am 10 years old and I was wondering if you like Christmas as much as I do. Sincerely yours, name and address withheld. A very good question. But you know, they didn't always celebrate Christmas in Bikini Bottom. They didn't? Oh, sir, my fine feathered little neck pain. <laughs> there was a time when no one had even heard of Christmas at Bikini Bottom. And we should say that Patchy is like a SpongeBob fanatic, right? He's yeah. yeah, I get the impression that maybe he's like telling the SpongeBob stories. Mm-hmm. Like we're seeing into his mind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I is mean, this his he... first appearance or have we... I don't think this is the first appearance, but I didn't specifically check that. No, I didn't either. I feel like it might be. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. I, uh... I didn't do any research. That's why I was asking you guys. <laughs> and we didn't either. <laughs> um, so the animation begins with SpongeBob sneaking up on Sandy, planning to surprise Karate Chopper. As he peeks into her dome... He sees a string of lights turn on around her tree, and he thinks the tree is on fire. He rushes in to save her, but she tells him it's just her Christmas tree, and he wants to find out more about this strange phenomenon. Yeah. She she tells him the story, right, but yeah. we don't really hear exactly what she tells him. Yeah, which we get is... a little, like, <laughs> the narrator saying, yeah. yeah, Sandy told him. Yeah. What happens with Christmas? Which I like. Yeah. Which, by the way, SpongeBob thinking that the tree is like on fire. Yeah. Just brilliant. Very funny. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Like, yeah. <laughs> him freaking out about it and like Sandy just being like, what are you doing? It's Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it didn't occur to me or, well, until it happened that, oh, of course, like he doesn't ever see fire, right. I guess. Yeah. Um, Although there are fires in Bikini Bottom, which oh, yeah, defy yeah. physics, which just. <laughs> The whole show defies physics, but whatever. So the most exciting part about the story to SpongeBob is Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. He goes to the Krusty Krab and tells Patrick Squidward and Mr. Krabs about the holiday, and they start writing letters to Santa. And everyone pretends to like the fruitcake. Yawn. 
But the best part is, you can write a letter to this guy, Santa Claus, and tell him what you want, and when he comes, he brings it to you. Just like a genie. <laughs> I don't know about you lovers, but any fellow who's giving away free stuff is a friend of mine. That's the spirit, Mr. Krabs. Here you go. You can get started on your letter. I can't believe anybody would celebrate a holiday where a jolly prowler breaks into your house and leaves gifts. SpongeBob's only wish is that Santa will visit Bikini Bottom. Here, Patrick, watch me. Dear Santa, what do I want for Christmas, you may ask? All I want is for you to visit the gentle folk here in Bikini Bottom. That is my wish. What a wholesome <laughs> wish, you know? It really is. It's really selfless. He doesn't want anything for himself. Yeah. So he puts his letter in a bottle and then stuffs it into a machine designed to shoot messages to the surface, which um, I really like. Yeah. Something about the this. whole effect of it is yeah. very charming. Makes some yeah. sort of weird like chicken sound. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shuts the bottles yeah. up. And uh, Patrick's wish of just wishing for a new piece of paper. Is yes. Incredible. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, boy, my demands. Er, uh, I mean, letter is ready to go. Right, Mr. Krabs. What did you wish for? A pony. Really? With saddlebags full of money. Here you go, SpongeBob. What did you wish for, Patrick? Another piece of paper. He sends up letters from everyone in Bikini Bottom, except for Squidward, who thinks the whole thing is nonsense. Yeah. What a Scrooge. <laughs> Out of the way! Great, Squidward. You finished. What's your wish? My wish is that the people of Bikini Bottom will stop paying any attention to the inane dribble that is constantly streaming out of this dunderhead's mouth. Gee, Squidward, maybe Santa will bring me a dictionary so I can understand what you just said. <laughs> to prepare for Santa's arrival, SpongeBob and Patrick start setting up for Christmas while singing a Christmas song. Yeah. Another Christmas song. <laughs> I like the one. I like This one was pretty catchy yeah it got stuck in my right. head. after i was done watching yeah. it maybe like 30 minutes later i was kind of the lyrics are pretty funny too like this feels yeah. like my very first christmas like, yeah and it, I, is. it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i really distinctly remember the spongebob la 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 part where that's mm. all he, oh yeah that's all he says <laughs> it's just like the screen's changing colors yes yeah. yeah. wailing his <laughs> arms around and then he like goes into squidward's house and yeah. he's still doing it <laughs> Afterward, SpongeBob is finishing sending letters to Santa when he realizes Squidward still hasn't written one. Squidward refuses SpongeBob's plea to join in on the holiday, but the rest of the town gets together and sings into the night, awaiting Santa's arrival. All through the night. I yes. Mean, you see the sun, moon go up, sun yes. moon go down, sun come up. And their demeanor just like changes <laughs> to like absolutely exhausted of the whole thing. SpongeBob does that really well when characters feel deflated or exhausted. The way they draw, like just yes. how melted almost. <laughs> yes, their bodies just sag. SpongeBob sags. Yeah. Um, the, the animation they use on SpongeBob is great for that. Yeah. Um, it might have been right here uh, that we get a commercial break mm -hmm. in real life. Yeah. Uh, which is good. I mean, yeah. I like these <laughs> real life like interludes. It goes back to Patchy, yeah. right? And he kind of tells us, like, we'll find out if yeah. Christmas uh, comes yeah. true. Because it's a two part episode, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, no. yeah, it's well, a, well, it's well, it's a full. Whole, yeah. It's like a whole one, right? Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good 30, solid good 30. Yeah. Uh, would this be a good break for us, too? Sure. Is Squidward right? Can there be a Christmas under the sea? Stay tuned. <laughs> to learn more about the celebration of Christmas, the Library of Congress suggests these books. 
Celebrating Christmas Around the World by Herbert H. Wernicke, The Christmas Tree Book by Philip V. Snyder, and Guinness Book of Christmas, edited by Tom Hartman. These and many other informative books are waiting for you in your local library and bookstore. Visit them. They'll be happy to help you read more about it. With new games like Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball, Tetris Plus, and Donkey Kong Land 3, the world is a better place. <laughs> nice earrings. Nice hearing aids. What? So, SpongeBob was sending the last of the letters to Santa. Mm, nothing like some oh. holiday <laughs> commercials from the 90s. Uh, yeah, very good. <laughs> By the next morning, Santa still hasn't shown up, and the town turns on SpongeBob. Squidward really starts to rub it in, but SpongeBob gives him a gift anyway, a handcrafted clarinet. And this whole part of him, like, rubbing it in, I mean, it's, like, blatant adult humor, but, like, the donkey flashing over him, like... Yeah, just, like, feeling bad and... Yeah, and that is a classic, like older cartoon yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I yeah. like that. A callback to like Looney Tunes yeah. or Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the clarinet's pretty intricate. I mean, it's not just a clarinet. It like also plays... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Through the finger holes, kind of dancing wooden figures yeah, come it's up. It's like a music box clarinet yeah. type thing. Yeah. yeah. A very thoughtful gift. It was. <laughs> Why, it looks like a clarinet. <laughs> It smells like one, too. Handcrafted out of driftwood. And it's even got my name on it. What's this? Wow. This is the greatest gift I have ever gotten. (laughs) Oh, I feel like a... I feel like a... I feel like a... uh, Big... So feeling awful, Squidward decides to try to fix things by dressing up as Santa. Ho, ho, ho! Ho, ho, ho! Huh? Hello? Who's there? Huh? Hello? Ho, ho, ho! Ho, ho, ho! Hello? Yes? Who's there? Huh? Hello? Show yourself. Hello? Who is it? I hear you, guts! I mean, a Merry Christmas, little boy! Could it be? Yes, it is I, Santa Claus! Ho, ho, ho! Hey, you're... Hey, uh, it's... Take it easy. SpongeBob is thrilled that Santa finally arrived in Bikini Bottom. But soon everyone in town comes looking for gifts. To keep up the ruse, Squidward starts giving away his own stuff until there's nothing left in his house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, what? It starts with like one little girl. Yeah. yeah. And then he turns around, there's just the whole town. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all just looking at him, and then the one guy's like eyebrows go like up and down a few times. <laughs> like, just, they can't wait to get their presents. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas, SpongeBob! Merry Christmas! Phew. I'm glad that's over. Do you have a present for me, Santa? Uh, well, uh, uh see, I, I'm, not, I'm not really... Ah, go ahead, Santa Claus. See, he is real. He made my Christmas wish come true. He won't let you down. 
Uh, right. Just a second. Okay, quickly, let's see. Uh, what do little girls like? Uh, a book of matches? Or a shaving kit? A copy of my birth certificate? There's got to be something around here. Pink, pink, pink. Ah, perfect. Here you go, little girl. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, thanks, Anna. That almost felt good. <clears throat> and then I really like that shot of Squidward in his house with... You know, just everything gone and, like, the, sh- the shading of where the couch used yes. to be. Yeah. yeah. So after Squidward is done giving away all his gifts, SpongeBob comes to his house to rave about seeing Santa for the first time. Squidward kicks him out, but he discovers a message in a bottle waiting on his doorstep. A message from the real Santa. Mm. <laughs> What's this? Dear Squidward, thanks for all your help. You've been a real good boy this year. Warm regards, Santa Claus. Merry Christmas! I'm insane. find out, finally, that the only possession Squidward kept was the clarinet from Spongebob. Very endearing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and there's that really cool, this shot is really cool of Santa kind of under the water, but just the silhouette, and then there's the close-up of the real human who is just maniacal. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They they made that laugh go on far too long. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like close to like a trippy out of... Just out of element <laughs> sequence, but that's SpongeBob. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he goes, of course, then flying out from that that classic. That's another thing I just think's underrated. That classic um, establishing shot above the water with the small island, the tree, yes. and the sun. It's just so simple, but if you see it, it's SpongeBob. Yeah, isn't the island in the scene like also have like Christmas lights on it or something? Yeah, so like, it's slightly kind decorated. Of, like, decorated for the <laughs> yeah, holiday. Yeah. Yeah, they get a lot out of that. Yeah. I mean, in the story, like, it does a lot to move things along. Yes, it appears quite often without thinking about it. But this time around, I was like, wow, I just, it's a (laughs) great establishing shot. (laughs) So, back in the real world, Patchy is playing with his SpongeBob and Patrick dolls, which, him doing this is kind of what made me think, like, maybe this is... You know, his, like, interpretation of, uh, like, what he's doing is the show. Yeah. Is the cartoon. Yeah. I mean. Um, that's, no, right, because, and I don't know if you're going to talk about this in bios. Do you, you want um, to talk about Patchy? No. Oh, okay. I believe that is Tom Kenny. Yeah. Uh, playing Patchy. Yeah. So, he does the exact SpongeBob voice yeah. at the end when he's kind of playing around. So there's merit to that theory. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I also like just this image of him with that dumb boat hat. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. in front of this <laughs> picture of the island. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty really interesting. Uh, um, but Polly runs into the room or flies into the room and gives Patchy a Christmas gift. You... Um, no, I don't. Oh, I it's a brief. <laughs> Is it the like the nest? The Close. oh eggs. Yeah, There's a eggs. nest of eggs on his head. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, 
So Apache moves under the mistletoe and asks the audience for a kiss, and Polly starts attacking him. <laughs> With Patchy tied up, the French narrator finally wishes us a happy holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nice little episode. Uh, I meant to ask at the start, Brett, but did you watch actively watch SpongeBob when it was on, or? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was great when it was on. I mean, still on, but... Um, I mean, like, when I was a kid watching yeah. it, like... Okay. Pretty... It was, like, priority watching. Yeah, like, Saturday mornings, like... Okay. It was on for, like, a couple hours, yeah. or, like, after school. Okay. There was a new episode, I wanted I wanted to watch it. Yeah. That's why I'm, like, cons- like I don't remember this being a 10 a.m. episode. Yeah. Like, part of me wants to say it was, like, a Friday or Saturday yeah. night airing. Cause yeah. I seem to remember that there was a sleepover, and we watched it together. Hmm. This, this episode? episode? This episode. <laughs> Jinx. And I feel, <laughs> like, specifically, like, when it was over, we laughed about the part where Spongebob was doing the la-la-la-la-la-la-la part, ah. like, nonstop. Okay. Because when that happened, I was ah. like, oh, yeah, like... I remember wow. <laughs> that being the p- most particularly like funniest part. The memory of an elephant over here. <laughs> but yeah, like I I just have this like very vivid memory. But was also it... I could be making it up. Hmm. Well, uh, I mean, I'm I'm in agreement that I mostly remember watching SpongeBob at night. Like I know for a uh... fact it was a holiday episode mm-hmm. and we watched in his basement. Okay. I'm pretty confident it was this one. Okay. But if you're telling me it was at 10 a.m., there's absolutely no way <laughs> it was this episode. Well, um, how about you? Did you watch regularly? My earliest memories of SpongeBob is watching it with Brett, like, right that first season especially, yeah. like, right when it came out. And it seemed, the way I remembered it, it was, like, Friday nights. Hmm. Because I think of it as, like, the school week was over, and I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. This is a, Great capper. I mean, yeah. Um, go over Brett's and watch Spongebob. <laughs> like, when it came out, like, I had an entire wardrobe of Spongebob t-shirts oh. I would wear, like, almost every day. Yeah. Okay. Like, a different one, because Coles just had the hookup. <laughs> <laughs> and and not hot, much has changed. Really. And then Hot Topic got the into hookup. the game, and I was just like, there's so many t-shirts. Yeah. I mean, Spongebob is kind of one of one of those shows that really took off, I feel like, probably immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people... And, like, uh, they marketed... Yeah. They market it very well. Yeah. And it's it's got a good look for that. Oh, yeah. Like, Spongebob looks great. It's just a really interesting... Yeah. When I was going through, I was, like, pooling some screenshots of the episode, and the art is just really... It's, like, kind of singular. It's all really consistent. Like, there's no shot of Spongebob that doesn't really look like Spongebob. Yeah. Or anything else. So, kind of in that way, it's cool. Um, it's okay. kind of brilliant thinking of it now. Like when they're underwater, they can use the same backgrounds pretty much. Yeah, they don't. But, oh, yeah. but it looks good. Yeah, they just change the shade of yeah. whatever that background is. Yeah, it looks great though. Um, okay, do you want to do some bios yeah. and trivia? Hi, this is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Um, the first person I took a look at is Sarah Paxton. She did the voice of the little girl. Ah, and <laughs> she appears twice, I think, in the episode? Yeah. Okay. Once with the bottle and once with Squidward. With the, um, message. Wrench. Well, yeah, yeah, she gets a wrench. Oh, she yes, gets the wrench yes, from Squidward. Yes. Um, and, uh, she, I 
wanted to look at her specifically because she happens to have been in a few pretty popular things. Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, she was the main girl in The Innkeepers. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I like The Innkeepers. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and she was also in Twin Peaks, the most recent season. Um, the other person I took a look at is Mike Bell, who played Santa Claus. Ah, uh, the, wait, <laughs> the voice or the human? Uh, the human, I believe. He uh, looks like, like he played... Like the end of the episode? Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, has also done voices, though, for Samurai Jack, Powerpuff Girls, and Phineas and Ferb. Oh, huh. really? Yeah. But he looks like, uh, you know, like, big guy with yeah. a huge, uh... Big belly guy. Huge beard and... Okay. He's been in a weird amount of Christmas stuff, like, as Santa. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, he was good in his limited yeah, time. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it was really fun. Finger pointing yeah. pretty, pretty well. I liked the also his, uh, like, when he was oh. going crazy and just, like, grabbing his head. And yeah, he, like, grabs his hair and is, like, headbanging. <laughs> it was very weird. Yeah, yeah. very strange. Um, well, this episode was directed by Walt Dorn. Uh, Walt Dorn uh, also co-directed the modern kids movie Trolls. Uh, Well, he he directed 12 episodes of Spongebob Squarepants. Um, He's also directing the new Trolls movie, which uh, is not out yet, but it's called Trolls World Tour. (laughs) Oh, I wonder what happens in that one. (laughs) And he also served as a pretty consistent writer. Not just a director, but a writer on Spongebob and also a writer on Dexter's Lab. Oh, cool. Um, so that's Walt Dorn. There, and I think there was maybe three people credited as writing, so he's just one yeah. I picked. Uh, and then... Um, oh, I'm sorry. N- not uh, three people directing. Uh, for writing, uh, there was like six people, um, including Steven Hillenberg. We've we've t- kind of talked about his resume before on the show. Uh, so I picked a woman named Meriwether Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was one of the writers on this episode. She wrote also two episodes of Rugrats... One episode of Kablam, two episodes of Angry Beavers, 33 episodes of Spongebob. Um, She's worked on other shows, uh, Fool's Gold, uh, 58 episodes of Camp Laszlo, who I believe Mm. is also uh, Rocco creator, right, Joe Murray? Uh, Including the Camp Laszlo movie. Um, She was a writer on the new version of My Little Pony uh, Mm -hmm. in a show I have not heard of. I think it's her most recent thing called Pig, Goat, Banana, Pickle. Wow. <laughs> uh, so that's a little bit about Meriwether Williams. Oh, that's cool. She's done yeah, a lot of writing. a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty cool. Uh, any trivia? Yeah. Um, we already mentioned this was the series' first double-length episode. It, oh, you did mention that? Uh, well, we mentioned <laughs> that it was... Man, that was my trivia. Oh, oh, I see. But it's the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Wow. <laughs> I must have zoned out. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there were four scenes that were deleted from this episode before they were finished. Uh, Squidward giving the little girl an antique uh, figure of himself instead of the wrench. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Krabs telling Squidward Squidward version of Santa not to forget about his pony. <laughs> uh, SpongeBob saying, I told you he was real, like, after he sees Squidward. Yeah. And, um... And in the original version, Mr. Krabs and Plankton, for some reason during the song, were replaced by, like, random sea dwellers. Oh, okay. They were in the song. In the original version, they were not, oh, not uh, in it. Oh, okay. Um, I just want to add something about Mr. Krabs in this episode, when he's yeah. all excited about Santa, about getting money, when he's putting his little 
bottle and the things. Like, here's a list of my demands. I mean, uh, <laughs> my, my list. <laughs> yeah. This episode should be credited for really utilizing almost all the major yes. characters. Agreed. Not a ton of screen time for everyone, but everybody shows up. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is someone missing for you? No, I, I happened to notice that, like, Sandy was the one who started the whole thing, and then they just never yeah. go back to her again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's strange. Like, it's like her, her, thing. her holiday. Yeah. Like, it's a, a land holiday, apparently. They don't have it in the sea, so. <laughs> and then they just never go back. A little strange. I thought that was curious. Hmm. Um, also, this was the first episode that showed Patrick's one tooth. That oh, yeah. close oh. up they do sometimes. That's okay. the first time. Yeah. Man, that must have been real weird. <laughs> it must have been like, that was so good. Yeah. How, how do we incorporate that? Every episode, yeah. yeah. Um, that's it for me. Okay. Um, I have here that uh, after this episode, Squidward misses the next six episodes. So oh, wow. He's, really? Which is really strange to think of a stretch that yeah. long without Squidward. Apparently, he is not in Survival of the Idiots, dumped. No free rides. I'm your biggest fanatic. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy Three, and Squirrel jokes. Um, hmm. And then he returns after that. Uh, when the bottles are shooting up to the surface, if you watch it throughout, um, every time they cut to the surface, you can always see uh, Patrick's bottle with the ripped piece of paper. Oh, <laughs> huh. uh, which is just a nice, yeah, yeah. a nice consistent continuity. touch. <laughs> yeah, continuity. Uh, speaking of not having continuity, these last two here. Um, when Spongebob is writing his letter, you'll notice that he's writing with his right hand, but when he's writing for Squidward, he's writing with his left hand. Hmm. So. Maybe he can do both. It's possible. Yeah. Pretty talented. <laughs> uh, and then also at the beginning of the episode, I, I did watch for this, um, Patchy's hook changes hands. Hmm. Um, it switches, I counted, uh, well, I saw it online and then I also counted with it. Uh, it switches four times between the left and the right. I feel like huh. that's a that's a bit. Must be. Well, there's the bit where he's stirring. He's like mixing the cookie dough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, so it changes for that. Um, but yeah, because like he changes his eye patch like just yeah. at will. Yeah. I feel like the hook's just kind of like a. Also, it's there's like a running gag that's never the same. That's not like a oops continuity thing. Like that would really yeah. deliberately have to be the actor going, "I'm gonna move the yeah. hook from this hand to yeah. this hand." Uh, but anyway, so if you watch hmm. for that, you can see that. Interesting. Yeah. Any uh, stray observations? Oh yeah. Oh good. Um. Yeah. Did you guys catch where Patchy lives? I did. I did. Uh, I thought maybe. Uh. It begins with an E, and it's in California, but I can't remember the name of the city. <laughs> think, of Bre- think of Brendan Fraser and Polly Short. Oh, Encino. <laughs> Encino, California. Nice. Um, I thought it was funny, kind of, that Patchy uses a bubble pipe. Yeah. 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 Um, did you catch what time he started telling the story? Mm, like I did not. 3 p.m. or something. Like no. No, I didn't know. I was just making that up. <laughs> uh, it was six o'clock. I assume PM. As yeah, I would think so. Based on the uh, setting. Yes. Um, the. Oh yeah, because you... when the episode ends, it's nighttime. Yeah. 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 Um, did you catch what the kids think three bells stand for? I did. No, did I don't remember. The... Uh, free ice cream. Yeah. I could yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. That was a good guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can kind of see the name on the envelope if you look real close. The name that they don't tell you. Uh, 
I didn't know. No, I didn't look that hard. No, (laughs) I didn't. Uh, It is Mike Miller. Oh, interesting. Wow. The NBA player? I don't know. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you guys note the different rooms in Patchy's house that we were in through the episode? Kitchen, living room. Some sort of library office. Um, Yeah. yeah. Correct. Um, I thought it was funny uh, SpongeBob collecting the water to... Put out the fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, uh, that's they like done. a gag that they do, like where they drink yeah. water underwater. Yeah. And yeah. Like, just swigs a bucket, like wherever yeah. they get it. Like, it's just like that? stupid, but it's like also oddly brilliant. Yeah. Makes you laugh every time. Yeah. Um, did you guys take note of um, what the narrator, how the narrator described Sandy's telling of Christmas to SpongeBob? But this was pretty funny. Um, no. I mean, I caught the first thing Spongebob says, but not the narrator, I guess. I don't remember. He says, she wove a magical tale of gun- gumdrops and penny whistles. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also like that, like, the look on Spongebob's face. Like, his eyes, like, get big when he hears yes, it Yes, I love that. Santa yeah. Claus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Childlike. Yeah. Also, like, when uh, Squidward takes the picture... He's oh, right. very yeah. sad looking. <laughs> Those, I love that. Like huge cat eyes yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah. Knows <laughs> uh, there's a lot of gift requests in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, did you take note of any of these? I, I, so the wishes I had were Mr. Krabs asking for a pony with, a, with saddlebags of money. Yeah. Patrick asking for another piece of paper. The little girl wanted a front tooth. Um, there's like a cowboy fish who wanted a new hat. Um, there's the other fish who wanted a new hairstyle. Um, someone wanted... Oh, the old man fish wanted a glass of water for his teeth. Yeah, another. <laughs> uh, but that's all I caught. Uh, yeah, that was it. Okay. Um, during the song, Mr. Krabs gifts Plankton something. Hmm. Did you catch what this is? It's kind uh, of Mr. A... Krabs gifts Plankton. <laughs> so, oh, wait, yeah, I did see it. Uh, he gave him fruitcake. Yep. Classic oh, yeah. Christmas. Yeah. He throws the fruitcake away right away, <laughs> and then Gary climbs up on the trash can. I think the whole trash can is fruitcake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Various sizes and shapes of fruitcakes. Uh, did you notice what SpongeBob uses as Christmas ornaments on his tree? Jellyfish. Uh, yep. In jars, yeah. You got it. Jellyfish. You got it. He shakes um, them up. And did you note, uh, what Squidward's, what song Squidward's clarinet plays? I mean, mm, that's a good one. It's a classic Christmas. I know it, but I don't know what it's called. Like, whatever that one that's is. That's it. That's not. Is that Dance of the Sugar Plum? Yeah. Oh, okay. You got it. All right. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thanks. Good trivia. Very good. Yeah. Um, when Patchy is cooking in the kitchen, did you happen to see? Uh, what cookies he was making and how many of they were spongebob and patrick <laughs> cookies yes. but i don't know how many there were uh, there was uh you're right yes spongebob and patrick and then there's seven cookies four spongebobs three patrick's ah you yeah. think uh, he ate a patrick or hmm i think <laughs> he's eating them towards the end when he's isn't he eating them when he's decorating the tree he's like... definitely holding a spongebob one remember that yeah um yeah i'm sure he enjoyed them 
I didn't know. No doubt. <laughs> well, actually, didn't the parrot eat all of the cookie dough? Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that when the parrot eats the cookie dough and just starts falling apart. The head, <laughs> the head's still hanging yeah. from the The body screen. drops off the head. Um, you mentioned that three bells indicated free ice cream for kids. Did you see what Potty the Parrot said it meant? Oh, man. No, somehow. No. Uh, Potty the Parrot thought three bells meant man overboard. Oh. That might be actually yeah, what might... three bells means, like, on a, on a sailboat. Yeah. Uh, did you know how old the anonymous writer of the letter is, or Mike Miller? Oh, man. I'm going to go with nine. Ten? He's ten. Damn. <laughs> Uh, so we don't hear what, um, Sandy tells Spongebob the story of Christmas is. We only hear Spongebob finishing what she told him. Do you, did you catch what he said she told him about Christmas? It was something about, like, getting free gifts and everyone hates the fruitcake. Yeah. <laughs> but you get it anyways. <laughs> right. She, she says everyone has to pretend to like fruitcake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great line. Um, did you count how many messages in a bottle we see at the surface total before Squidward shows up? Man. 13. <laughs> the, oh. Um, I'm gonna say 7. 20. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And there's definitely one more. Another guy shoots one off after Squidward, so maybe 21, but... Uh, Spongebob sees Squidward dressed as Santa. He questions why he doesn't look like Santa. And so he asks him where his belly is, where his reindeer is. Uh, do you catch Squidward's answers? Oh, man. Uh, the belly has to do with, like, water pressure. Undersea pressure. And I can't remember the reindeer one. Pretty funny yeah. line here. Uh, I don't remember it either. Squidward said he loaned them to the Easter Bunny. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Just like a real quick, like, loan them to the Easter Bunny. <laughs> he asks him about his giant nose, which he mentions many times in the episode, but Squidward spongebob just kind of accepts yeah. the like, giant nose bit is also pretty great yeah it's like you're here you're jolly your nose is so big and full of joy <laughs> <laughs> um when squidward is panicking about all the people showing up for gifts he asks himself what do little girls like do you <sighs> me- remember the things he says it was a matchbook matchbook his birth certificate his birth certificate oh. And oh, like a shaving kit and a shaving kit. Uh-huh. Good, yeah. And then she gets a wrench, yeah. uh, which I liked how she like got the wrench and like tickled it and ran away. Like it was the best thing ever. Like, and like how everyone got these seemingly terrible gifts, and they're like, yes, like the girl who wanted front teeth got forks and she just jammed them in her mouth. And then the lady. There's who wanted, one. One more thing. Go ahead. The lady who wanted new hair got, like, a bowl of mashed potatoes, and yeah, she, like, yeah. plopped them on her head. I was like, a new hairstyle. Indeed. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that's... everybody was really uh, thrilled in this episode. I mean, even Squidward, even though he was a jerk at the beginning, like, he... Well, when he gives the first gift away, he's like, yeah, I felt good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, like, that's why he keeps up the, the ruse, yeah. if you will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one last thing that I just thought of uh, that I liked, the puppet operator like oh. dropping down when yeah. Polly gets dragged <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's pretty funny yeah agreed um okay well let's take a look at ratings uh imdb gives this episode an 8.8 out of 10 wow. uh tv.com gives it a 9 out of 10 um so out of five Krebstars, stars what did you give christmas who 
Man, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and I've been kind of wavering. <laughs> uh, but I'm finally going to go with a three and a half oh, out of five. Three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Why? Um, <laughs> I'll tell you. Do you tell? Um, Al- Alan Strange territory. <laughs> <laughs> a little better. Yeah, a little better. Um, while I really like the live-action sequences and the shooting letters up to Santa and all the characters love those things... Um, I thought the story was a little bit predictable Mm -hmm. uh, with Squidward being the Grinch, basically. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a Christmas story. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. They had to follow I just could see what was coming. At some point, I started to be able to see what was coming, and I was like, okay. Um, But I didn't hate it. But, uh, and I thought the message was a little weird. Like, if there was one, it was kind of like... um, I don't know if there was a message. I guess Christmas spirit means more than... But it was like everybody got what they wanted. Everybody got a gift. It was just a little... But they didn't get exactly what they wanted. They made do with what they got. That's true. They were just like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, Yeah, people found value in the things they got. Like Squidward with the clarinet. Yeah. I mean, that was the most valuable That was good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can, I can I'll, see it. I'll stick by my <laughs> You're rating, your opinion, nevertheless. <laughs> but uh, what'd you give it? Uh, I gave it four. Um, I thought it was a great episode, but uh, it's a holiday episode. I don't mm-hmm. think I can give anything more than a four <laughs> to a predictable. Like I mean, it was better than three point seven five. Okay. Uh, I also went with a four. Uh, really solid. I'm not a huge fan of. Um, segment shows going to full length episodes Um, it sometimes just feels overstretched Uh, and I liked Patchy but it it was kind of jarring for me in a way I didn't love uh, like the cutting back and forth so I'd say those are the reasons maybe a little too long Patchy wasn't my favorite Mm. I did want to note that in the last Patchy segment it almost seemed like they cut two together that mm-hmm. weren't supposed planned to that way yeah oh just felt yeah. a little i can see that off but yeah i'm sure they just shot a ton of stuff probably yeah and, yeah hobbled it together um okay do you want to name the episode yes man this was tough um i called this How the Squid Saved Christmas. Ah. (laughs) No way that was what you had. (laughs) Basically the same thing. Well, that's a good one, How the Squid Saved Christmas. Yeah. Mine was basically Squidward Saves Christmas. Okay. That's good. Or A Bikini Bottom Christmas Carol. Ah. Well, which is it, my friend? I kind of like that. (laughs) Let's go with A Bikini Bottom Christmas Carol. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Nice. Um, I went with a line from the episode, which is Jolly as a Roger. Ah. <laughs> I like that. Which also, yeah. Christmas Who is a line from the episode. Oh, yes. really? Who says it? SpongeBob, right in the beginning. when Oh, when uh, Sandy... Sandy says, it's a Christmas tree. And he's like, a Christmas who? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Someone from Texas? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. That's yeah, nice. observation for so, you there. <laughs> very nice. Coming yeah. in last second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are they? Um, how the squid stole... Cr- or how the squid saved Christmas. Okay. A bikini bottom Christmas Carol. And Jolly as a Roger. And we'll post those. You guys can vote as always. 
Oh, that'll be fun. Uh, so that wraps up. <laughs> Maybe it won't be fun. Oh, I don't I know. Know. <laughs> You're really selling that one, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I guess it'll be fun. Um, so that wraps up Christmas Who. Um, we did get one letter from uh, someone uh, that was from Carrie. Um, did they send it in a bottle? They shoot it up. <laughs> Very good. Yes, yeah. yes. That's exactly what happened. It's a play on the episode you just listened to. <laughs> Uh, so Carrie, uh, she was just kind of reminiscing about how much she enjoyed uh, Christmas Nickelodeon episodes. She says, I really love the Christmas episodes. My favorite are Christmas Who uh, from Spongebob. Uh, she says she also really loves the Santa experience, which we talked about last year. That's yeah. a Rugrats episode. That one kind of deals with, is Santa real? Um, Arnold's Christmas from Hey Arnold, which we haven't gotten to that one yet. And we for like the last year a couple people have asked so i guess maybe maybe next year um that one is very good uh she says it showed uh, emotion to hey arnold uh unlike some of the other episodes she says i do like the christmas episode of doug even though it is kind of heart-wrenching it's kind of a, yeah. we talked about that being a little bit of a downer um but it's still a good episode uh she said christmas is my favorite time of the year i love getting presents and i really love seeing christmas decorations i also love christmas music couldn't agree more wow you're a big uh, christmas music fan? oh it just does something to like my heart <laughs> <laughs> it makes me happy wow um I mean, it's not bad whenever it decor it doesn't upset me with um... decorating the house put on that uh vince gillardi Charlie oh, Brown yeah. Christmas. Yeah. It's 40 minutes of just pure, blissful <laughs> jazz Christmas. What about Neil Diamond's Christmas? You ever listen oh, to that yeah. one? That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's usually Vince Goulardi, um, John Denver and the Muppets. Mm. And you know what came on uh, when I was decorating this year that was not so bad? Uh, Mariah Carey. Michael Bublé. Christmas oh, album. That was way off. <laughs> Interesting. Michael Dude, Bublé. Just some silky vocals, man. <laughs> just <laughs> nothing oh. wrong with it. Uh, oh, anyway. So Carrie said... <laughs> she said, I wish radio would play some of the uh, Christmas music from Spongebob. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty catchy Christmas tune. Uh, that'd be interesting. I'm getting the complete series. So for Christmas this year, she says she's getting the complete series of Hey Arnold and Rocco's Modern Life. So nice. she's pretty excited about that, which I think those have just been released, right? The new box sets for those. Yeah, they're new sets. Yeah. Um, uh, so thank you, Carrie. Uh, always good to hear from people. Yeah. Feel free to share your Christmas thoughts with, with us. Please. Um, so we're done with this one, but we're not done with the holiday season quite yet. So what are we doing next time around? Next time, we're finally going to revisit one of our favorites, mm -hmm. Pete and Pete. <laughs> yep. With Oh Christmas Pete. Oh Christmas Pete. It's, uh, I think, the first season three episode we're discussing. Yeah. It's one of the last. Yeah. Um, I don't remember it very well, so I'm eager to dig into it. Yes, agreed. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody, anybody who's familiar with the podcast knows at this point we're suckers for Pete and Pete, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, might as well just, yeah. season three does have, I think, a little bit of a different vibe, yes, so it'll be definitely. interesting, kind of in contrast to all the other stuff we've talked about so far, so that'd be sure. cool. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can hear us on Podbean, and you can hear us on iTunes. Leave us a review that helps other people find us, or tell a friend. That's the real holiday thing to do. You know, that's the that's the spirit yeah. of the season. Right Give now. the gift of a good podcast. <laughs> 
I have to say, I really do appreciate when someone hits me up with a good podcast. Um, it happens, you know, once or twice a year, someone will throw something at me and it'll just, it'll stick. Maybe this could be the one. It could be. <laughs> you could do that for someone. And it costs zero dollars. 90 plus episodes. Yeah. <laughs> just give them a blank piece of paper. <laughs> Put it in an envelope. And it just says, listen to Big Orange Cat. <laughs> uh, Brett, thank you for joining us yeah. this uh Always a pleasure. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Failed by old coral tree. SpongeBob Patrick, why'd you do this to me? The world feels like it's in lovely. Go away before I harm you bodily. This Christmas feels like the very first Christmas to me. They'll be shopping, decorating, and plenty of snow. Hey, Patrick, who's that under the mistletoe? What? Who, me? But you look at the time I should go. People seem a little more brotherly. Here's a special something to you from me. Even all the trash on Christmas it smells so sweetly. This Christmas feels like the very first Christmas to me. Can't you see that I'm busy? Step outside, we've got something for you to see. SpongeBob, take this stuff down immediately. Chestnuts roasting and burns in the third degree. Tonight things are as good as they seem to be. A star on top will complete all the scenery. This Christmas feels like the very first Christmas to me. This Christmas feels like the very first Christmas to me.